Are you wondering where the spark went in your sex life? Well, you can ignite it again. You can join the Sexy Marriage Academy and a lot of other engaged people that have spent dedicated time trying to support one another and learn all they can to make marriage sex the best it can possibly be. Learn more and join today. Try it for 30 days for free at sexymarriage.net forward slash SMR Academy. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to Sexy Marriage Radio, where we are having honest, straightforward, no-holds-barred conversations about marriage and sex and love and life and a lot of other interesting things with today's episode. As always, I'm joined on Monday with my wife, Pam. Hey, Nation. And we love the Sexy Marriage Nation because they help create all that this is and, and all that it's becoming. So if you want to help uh, shape where we go uh, with any kind of any thoughts or any questions that are on your mind, uh, send us an email, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Call our voicemail line, 214-702-9565. Join the Sexy Marriage Academy. Try it for free for 30 days. Um, but what's really cool is as we are recording this... Um, this week is a sexy marriage getaway. It is. We've been uh, working hard <laughs> all been, weekend. There's been quite Lots the assembly going line going on in the Allen household yeah, this weekend. Yeah, getting things ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. And so uh, this is something we're looking forward to. Four days with a lot of couples coming in from all over. Um, it's going to be a fantastic time. And if you've missed, if you're not going to be joining us, um, we'll have some shows that we're going to record from there. So you'll get tastes of it. Mm-hmm. But you can join us next year because this is the this is the fourth annual getaway that's happening this year, and there is already in the works fifth annual. Yeah, we're getaway. looking forward to what those plans are going to unfold. Yeah, today. I think it's I think it's going to be great. Um, the other thing that's going to be great is um, some of the stuff that we get in our inbox, and one of those that came in not too long ago was a praise, and this was a really long praise of she gave a whole bunch of information about what's gone on in her life and how things have changed. But she said um, what her big takeaway was, um, she started writing a letter to us seeking our guidance. And then she had the thought come into her own mind of two fabulous phrases that she's heard from our show. And that is, one, all you can do is present something worth wanting. And two, how you do sex is how you do life. Okay, those are great phrases. Those are the two takeaways. Yes, and so she started changing her life because of those two statements. That's all it takes. Sometimes it's just one word, but take (laughs) the the statements and roll. That is true. But so the goal is, how do we start to look at what, what goes on in our life and how I am handling my side of the equation, how I'm confronting my stuff rather than just jumping on my spouse yes, and what so, they are or, or are not doing. So that leads us right into the email that we're going to talk about today. Right. But I even want right? to frame this a little differently okay. uh, than what where you're leading, Pam. Um, okay. Because this was from another emailer that's a longtime listener. Uh, he's emailed several times. 
And his opening question is where I want to start to help frame this. Okay. And this is with the idea of should marriage be conditional or unconditional when it comes to love? I, it, I don't know if marriage is any different than anything else in this one, right? Uh, Maybe. I I don't see it being unconditional. <laughs> okay. Well, you're in the same boat as I am then. Yeah. Because... For me, there would be a breaking po- point. If you habitually commit adultery. There's conditions I... to that There's and consequences to that. There's going to be a condition to that. To that. <laughs> exactly. Because this is, this is where what I've come across uh, in doing Sexy Marriage Radio for, for as long as we've been doing this. And all the emails, the thousands of emails that have come in, and then the practice that I've got, and just the people I have a chance to interact with, um, we fall into this idea that we have this belief that human love is should be unconditional. And maybe that was the original intent. But I don't even know if that's the case, because I think unconditional stuff is a spiritual concept. Uh, we certainly think of that with the spiritual concept between our relationship with God and, exactly. and grace that's there. And he He does expect us to repent. Right. And so what happens in a marriage if something keeps happening? Right. Right. Am I, am I truly coming to you because I've done something to wrong you? Right. And I, you know what, I, I'm, I'm really going to change what I've done and I'm really begging your forgiveness right. or am I just going to keep sinning so that grace may abound for lack of a better phrase? <laughs> I get what you're saying. So maybe we need to steer the concept, this conversation slightly different than okay. even, even deeper because the love, if, if we keep it in the context of love, okay, then that's, that's more ethereal and, it's, it's real easy to stay in the non-practical realm, right? Because sure. love how do you, love is more than just a feeling. It's also actions, but it's also a feeling and it's it thoughts. Is. I mean, it's all encompassing of that. So are there conditions for behaviors? Are there conditions for expectations for what's tolerable and intolerable in marriage? Absolutely, there are. And that's where I think you have to then rest with this thing with this conversation we're having is there boundaries play a huge role in our life, in our marriages. Yeah, they do. That's what helps us get close to somebody else. And that's what that's and that how, helps us protect ourselves a little bit too. That's the point is it when we can protect ourselves and handle ourselves better. Now all of a sudden I can be closer to somebody else because I can handle me and I can take the steps necessary when a boundary is crossed or broken or disregarded. Yeah. And that's where conditions come in, right? Because we all have certain conditions and certain things, one that maybe make us feel comfortable, but then the others that we we could cross into a line eventually that turns into abuse and neglect and things that truly are damaging to a person. Well, and in a in a relationship, I guess you each come in with your own set of conditions and one of you may think the others is far too restrictive and one of you may think the others is far too lenient. Sure, and that's that's family of origin playing out. Yeah. That's expectations and what yeah. you want and what what's normal. Yeah, I can't you believe you're upset at me for this. This is no big deal. Right. This is just the way we talk in my family. Yeah. 
<laughs> right, because there's all kinds of that that happens when we meet and fall in love with somebody that's raised in a different world. Because this is a future show that we need to do, but this is a little commercial for it, I guess. One marriage, two realities. Uh, yeah. Because that's what we're talking yeah. about yeah. with this. Is you got two different people with two different realities. And so the merging yeah. of these two things is what I believe... And what Sexy Marriage Radio is really founded on is this belief that that's the fuel and the drive wheel of our growth. That's how we become better. Is I recognize I'm coming up against somebody else's reality and I cannot conform them to my way of thinking. That's an impossible task. And I would even venture if I got that and it was, if I was successful in that, I would be pretty bored. Uh, potentially. Potentially. <laughs> okay. Unless you're a really fun person. Well, maybe so. <laughs> but even I grow tired of my own company after a while. Yeah, true. <laughs> Come on. So that then leads us to another email that just came in that kind of goes with the same concept, I think. Of, All right. Of, but now we're going to be t- talking more specific behaviors. Okay. So this is from a listener of the Sexy Marriage Nation. Uh, a, a wife. And so she says, I'm a listener. I've been a listener for a year now and I've really enjoyed the show. I've always found the podcast informative and interesting. We've been together 14 years, my husband and I, and married almost 12. And since early in our relationship, he's wanted me to perform oral sex on him very regular basis, daily even if possible. This wouldn't be a problem for me. However, he only considers it a true blowjob if, if it's a standalone event beginning to end and nothing else. He also, let me add a little more fuel to this thing, he also won't perform this for me. So he, he, won't, he won't even do it as foreplay. So early on, he would promise to return the favor, but it would always be tomorrow, 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 but he never did. I want to make him happy, so I gave in more times than I probably should have, yet I can count on my fingers the number of times he's done it for me. I've asked if he's got a problem with my lady bits, and he says he just doesn't like doing that and shouldn't have to when he provides for me in other ways, i.e. financially. And if you could see... If you could see my face right now. There's smoke coming out yeah, of Pam's I'm about to come through this ear, email. And... Ears right now. Uh, so this is obviously not okay. And so now there's a huge standoff between them because obviously this is more than just oral sex and neither one of them is willing to give in. And that's kind of my hunch too is... This is kind of the key point of a lot of things that are going on that they really are cross and at gridlock right. over. Yeah, and I'll just say that saying this is obviously not okay, that wasn't Corey saying that. That was That's from the email. The yes, listener she, in the email saying she's this acknowledging, is obviously right, not okay. That this is not okay. And she's happy to do this, but she wants some sort of a reciprocation in kind. And that's that's how she's kind of wrapping this up. So she wants to go to counseling. He won't go. So what can I do? This is such an embarrassing issue. I don't know how to get help. Do other wives do this for their husbands all the time? And am I the one in the wrong here? Thanks for your help. I mean, she's coming at this with a obviously recognizing, I don't like the way this is unfolded. Well, it sounds like she's already cut. They both already kind of cut off the sexual side of things. She's At least that it. aspect. It doesn't talk about if there's any kind of intercourse or other sexual acts going on other than oral but it is one of those things where this is interesting gridlock issue because that's exactly what we're talking about it it is gridlock it is 
it sounds like just she is he's using her for masturbation really it it sounds to me like that's well for service for service right you know <laughs> i'm yes, just to, using her mouth cuz that serve feels me. better right and uh, to expect um to expect that because you provide financially is an absolute um her this, her comment that she's got to stop this because she feels like a prostitute. Yeah. If if the husband is listening, please understand. You are treating your wife like a prostitute if that's what you're expecting because you provide for her financially. Right. So like yeah, I've bought, I've bought this service. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's what exactly what this is. Right. And can you imagine realizing that that's what the perspective really is? Right. Uh, you know, open your eyes to to how you're treating your spouse. Number one, but to I go back to the, where in the early on he was saying, "Yeah, I'll do this for you. I'll reciprocate." Mm-hmm. How many husbands out there are saying, "I wish my wife wanted oral sex. I would love <laughs> to give right. it to her." And here's right. a woman crying out for it. Right. And you know, if and he, willing to do it on on and on the opposite, on the reverse. Right. Yep. Right. Um. So. <laughs> What was I just going to say? I just got thrown off because I was so frustrated about it. <laughs> well, let me take this then <laughs> okay, for a second. Okay, take it. Because we've got to talk about this on both sides of the equation. And obviously, she's the one that's emailed us. You know, she's a member of the Sexy Marriage Nation that, is, that has reached out to us. Yeah. So we've got to address her side of this. And if he's listening or is hears this through the grapevine some other way, then that's another side to, to we could we can discuss. But it's also like, how much can you really talk about something that you don't have control over? Because this goes back to the praise of the very first email. I have to present something that I that I believe is worth wanting. And how I do life is how I'll do sex and vice versa. So what she's talking about is, my hunch would be, she's recognizing it's not just this one area where she's felt like she's gone against or given in too easily on something. So she's got to learn to stand up for her, which is absolutely what she's doing. Oh, certainly by saying, hey, this isn't... It's off the table. It's off the table right. now until some other things change. Right. I'm not willing to give in on this, even though I know you want it. And even though this goes against my ideal of I want to please my husband. Because that might have nothing to do with him. That's her thing she's brought into this equation of I want to be a pleasing partner. Well, I guess one of the things that I want to, if she's listening to, to point... A word that that stuck out to me big time in here, it wasn't. She didn't use the words pleasing. I do, I want to be pleasing to my husband. Okay. There was it was in there. Pretty sure she says I want to make my husband happy. There you go. That is exactly it. I want to make my husband happy, and I think the moment that any of us can realize that we are not the solution to making anyone else in our life happy. Yep. None of us can do that. Yep then maybe at that point our eyes open and say, oh, well then what is my role here in this right. relationship? Yep. And that's that's a great segue because this moves into one of the last sentences that I didn't read earlier. It says, but I also want him to value my feelings and physical desires as much as he values his own. Okay. And so what she's up against now is recognizing, okay, the way this is unfolded is unbalanced it's, it's way off the rails in the sense of what I'm willing to do anymore. She's owned, and I do give her credit, 
I've owned that maybe I did, I gave in on this too easy early. So I helped kind of teach this, that, that, that it was okay at a time. Okay. So now she's recognizing I've got to reteach something, which usually we got to go a little more firm when we do that. We can't just, you know what I've, you know, cause a lot of times people are going to call our bluff. Right, right, when you're trying to, in essence, retrain the brain. or Well, or when you're trying make, to retrain a system. Uh-huh. You know, that's that whole, if if you, let's go from you and I for just a second, that if, if one of us wanted to do something that was going to uh, change our time schedule structure that we have with our family and the way we do life, and I knew all of a sudden I wanted to start doing this and it's going to start putting an impact on you, I could tell you, hey, I know that I've been doing this a long time, but I want to start doing it this way. There, you're you probably would go, okay, I get that. But there's still going to be a part of your brain going, oh, okay, I'm going to test. I'm going to see if he's serious. I'm well, going to see if he's going to stick to this. Well, I'm certainly going to figure out how is it going to affect me? Yeah. And is it going to be a pain in the rear to me? Am I going to like it? Am I going to not? <laughs> sure. And that's why you're going to be watching to see if it's a legit change. If it's certainly. something that will last. And yeah. that's the same thing that when we want to change something in a system we have to recognize the system wants to go back to what it knows mm-hmm. and, and, and what we've taught it. So her changing this dynamic is means a bigger move. Like it sounds like she's done of, look, I'm taking some stuff off the table. It's not happening. If you're willing to compromise, okay, we can talk about this. If you're willing to enjoy this with me and reciprocate and respond in kind, we can start talking about this again. And until that it's off the table. That's her biggest move she's got. It is her biggest move. And I. one of the things I first see here is, well, okay, wh- why does he not like it? Why does he not? Who knows? Is it a hygiene issue? Is it this right. or that? And he's just got to man up and speak up and say, okay, here's what I'd like to see change. And right. then maybe it, it's something that might be a hard conversation like that because he's embarrassed to say something or right. whatever the case may be. I'm making all kinds of assumptions. Yeah, here, and but- that's where the struggle is because if we're starting to talk about the husband – we get into the, a lot of unknowns on the other side of the story of, cause there's always another side of the story. Certainly there is. <laughs> so, We've got half of it. So there is an element of, and I, I want to add this one caveat, just pointed straight to him that my hunch is he, he provides for his wife and his family. He's going to do that regardless. That's not something that truly is a manipulative. You haven't earned that from her just because you provide because my hunch would be you're going to provide anyway you're going to work you're going to you know and that's that whole how often in life do we try to get credit for something that i would be doing anyway good point you know that it's just because that's my nature of who i am and it's like hey what did you guys notice it and it's like well no that's just who you are why are you even trying to get recognition for it or something out of it that that's the one thing that jumps out to me just from what she's talked about but it's worth stating that with her side of this, the main thing she can do is exactly what she's already doing, which is well done because that's a bigger standing up for yourself move. And if you couple that with, here's the rationale and my foundation as to why I'm making this move, then you put the ball back in his court and you see what he's willing, what he, how he responds to it. Sure. I, I don't want to discount someone providing for their family though. I uh, don't, I don't I don't want to do that. I I want to make sure when you when you're in a relationship you want to make sure the other person appreciates what you're doing. Sure. So 
I don't want to at all discount that, yeah, just because I'd be providing for the family anyway, doesn't mean that hopefully the other spouse is saying, at least saying, man, I really appreciate what you do. I don't want him coming in and expecting a blowjob for it. <laughs> okay. No, I, under, I understand that. But it, it's so it's, but it is just recognizing the sophistication of married life to me is it reveals and refines me, which means I cannot hide who I am. So my motivations are going to come out. My manipulations are going to come out. What I will stand for, what I won't, will come out. So if I can start to view this as this is a refining of me and a me sharing me, I, sh- I should start to recognize, okay, my motivation is what what's the genuineness to it? Is it because this is just who I am and maybe I get something for it or not? Or is this something truly, I'm doing this out of care and love and grace? Because if you go back to the very first email we talked about on, is there conditions in marriage? Absolutely there are. And a lot of times we are manipulative creatures in marriage. And we're not open about our manipulative nature. Oh, certainly. And so I I need to recognize the times when I am being manipulative and be overt about that and say, I'm, hey, I'm doing this and here's what I'm hoping to get in exchange. And if I say it and act in that way, that changes the entire connotation rather than a power move like what's going on in this last email of, no, 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 I shouldn't have to do that because I already provide. I mean, that's just a cold way to do this. That's a dismissive well, way to do Well, thus the that. prostitute comment. Right. Yeah, thus, thus the struggle. Right. So it's being able to see this is the dynamic that the way Schnars frames it is he talks about this as gridlock. It's where what you want is blocked by what your partner wants. That's exactly where she is. Right? What I want, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm blocked by my husband. So a gridlock move is... I have to refine me. I cannot change my partner's mind on this. I can only challenge mine and let that pressure weigh out on them and that struggle. Sure. And then her question is, what else? (laughs) Well, what else when it comes to it? And she says no, and he's never going to. So I've begged, I've begged him to go to counseling. Okay, he won't go. So are you? Do you go on your own? I say yes, you go. Because if you think that's something that can help you by having somebody else in your corner to keep at least asking this other question of, am I in the one the wrong here? I mean, I think those are good, solidifying, growing statements. So get someone else that's still going to hear a little bit more of the picture than what's just in this email to yep. really help you clarify. Yep. Am I in the wrong? Right, because Am I getting the whole picture out it, there. It's not just this one issue that they're probably in gridlock in. Sure. Oh, certainly not. This I can't imagine that this would be a standalone right. issue. Because he could I mean, there could be something going on that's that's traumatic surrounding sex. Because maybe the only sex that, that he wants is oral sex and he doesn't even like penal vaginal intercourse or anything else. And so all right, well what does that say? What is the meaning attached to that? How did that evolve? Well, that's kind of information that can help to understand, all right, this is what we're really facing now. This is that Rob Bell's book, Sex God, his first chapter is called, this is actually, this refers to that, or, you know, this means that. Okay. And that's the same concept of, we don't fight about things. They're not fighting about 
he's not willing to go down on her and she feels like she always has to because he provides, right? They're not fighting about that. They're fighting about the meaning of that. She even referred to it of, I want to make my husband happy, but not at the risk of feeling like a prostitute all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's longing for that connection. That's there the meaning, right? Better. That's yeah. a deeper thing. Well, the only way I can connect on a deeper level with somebody is I create a deeper level of me. And I have that that I share. And that's the part that's not always going to feel great. That's the part that he's he's not going to like. And maybe she's not even going to like at times because it's like, this isn't really what I want to do. But for the larger story, this is the, this is what I've got to do. I've got I'm not going to do this anymore because my integrity is standing up and saying I can't do this to myself anymore. Mm. Because actually, what she's doing, and this is a good kind of segue to land this plane, what she's doing is she's creating a better relationship with herself, which puts you at peace with whatever happens. That puts us around. in a situation to be able to make the bigger moves that we need to sometimes in marriage. And that's not the bigger moves of end or don't or no, threaten. No, it's the bigger moves of becoming a grown-up and becoming a better person. It's the bigger moves of being able to look your partner square in the eye and say, you know what, this has got to change. Because the way we handle a gridlock, and let me kind of close it with this, the way you handle a gridlock issue in your marriage is you've got to understand more communication does not solve it or find ways around it because gridlock issues are the ones where you know the situation so well and your partner knows it so well. You could switch the roles on the argument like you would in debate class mm-hmm. and still handle the argument perfectly because you just know it so well. But you're not going to change your mind. Right. So you, more communication doesn't solve it. Compromise does not solve it. Until you really recognize, all I can do is take a bit, take a, make my move of this is what I think, this is what I'm willing to do, like what she's saying, and then I see how my partner responds, and then I respond to their response, and then they respond to my response. That's the way this unfolds. And if you can look at it in those small increments, great, but in the position she's in right now. It seems like this overwhelming piece. I guess the bit of hope I would say is talk to someone. Don't wait for right. hi- don't wait for him to want to go to a counselor. Right. Go and then you can start chipping away at it one day at a time. Right. Right. You you do what you need to do for you and then in turn your marriage. Yes, cuz certainly the whole goal would be that Hopefully it is in turn. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's like we talked about earlier. That So the idea of if I'm going to be a person that would be providing anyway, that's kind of, I can't ask credit for it. No. Think about it in the in the, what we're talking about. If I am if I have value and, and importance placed on my relationship, me being a better me means that's a part of that process. Right? It's part of who I am because I care about it. Yeah. So it's not just this, I'm going to go to another extreme and just have my way and whatever. It's, no, no, no. I'm going to do this because I care about my relationship. It matters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Mm. If we left something undone, which we might have we with this have one, because on this, this one. is a tougher one, uh, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. We'd love to know what you think. See you next time.